Thank you, everyone, for coming today to reading our daily Bible study, 365-day New Living Testament. Let's go ahead and open our hearts, our minds, and our Bibles to the Word of God. For all the Word of God is constructive, beneficial, inspiring, and brings God into our hearts with our imaginations. Lord, heal our imaginations, heal our souls, Lord. Open up our hearts and minds that we may receive your word. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we acknowledge you today as it is called today in Jesus' name. Amen. November 15. Ezekiel chapter 31 to 32 verse 32. In June 21st, during the 11th year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, this message came to me, Ezekiel, from the Lord. Son of man, give this message to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and all his hordes. To whom will you compare your greatness? You are like mighty Assyria, which was once like a cedar of Lebanon, with beautiful branches that cast deep forest shade, and with its top high among the clouds. These springs water it and help it to grow tall and luxuriant. The water flowed around it like a river streaming to all the trees nearby. This great tree towered high and higher than all the other trees around it. It prospered and grew long, thick branches because of the water at its roots. <clears throat> the, <clears throat> the birds nested in its branches, and its shade all the wild animals gave birth. All the great nation of the world lived in the shadow it was strong and beautiful, with wide spring spreading branches, for its root went deep into abundant water. No other cedar in the garden of God could rival it. No cypress had branches to equal it. No plain tree had boughs to compare. No tree in the garden of God came close to it in beauty. Because I made this tree so beautiful and gave it such magnificent foliage, it was the envy of all the other trees of Eden, the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Because Egypt became proud and arrogant, and because it set itself so high above the others, with its tops reaching to the clouds, I will hand it over to a mighty nation that will destroy it as its wickedness deserves. I have already discarded it. A foreign army, the terror of the nations, has cut it down and left it fallen on the ground. Its branches are scattered across the mountain and valleys, and ravines of the land, are all those who live in its shadows, have gone away and left it lying there. The birds roost on its fallen trunk, and the wild animals lie among its branches. Let the tree of no other nation proudly exalt it in its own prosperity. Though it be higher than the clouds, and it be watered from the depths, for all are doomed to die, to go down to the depths of the earth. They will land in the pit along with everyone else on the earth. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, With Assyria went down to the grave. I made the deep springs mourn. I stopped its rivers and dried up its abundant water. I clothed Lebanon in black and caused the trees of the fields to wilt. I made the nations shake with fear at the sound of its fall. For I sent it down to the grave with all the others who descended to the pit. 
and all the other proud trees of Eden, the most beautiful and the best of Lebanon, the ones whose roots went deep into the water, to comfort to find it there with them in the depths of the earth. Its allies, too, were all destroyed and had passed away. They had gone down to the grave, all those nations that had lived in its shade. O Egypt, to which of the trees of Eden will you compare your strength and glory? You, too, will be brought down to the depths with all other nations. You will lie there among the outcasts who have died by the sword. This will be the faith of Pharaoh and all his hordes. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. On March 3rd, during the 12th year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, mourn for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and give him this message. You think of yourself as a strong young lion among the nations, but you are really just a sea monster, having around in your own, heaving around your own rivers, stirring up mud with your feet. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will send many people to catch you in my net and haul you out of the water. I will leave you stranded on the land to die. All the birds of the heavens will land on you, and the wild animals of the whole earth will gorge themselves on you. I will scatter your flesh on the hills and fill the valleys with your bones. I will drench the earth with your gushing blood, all the way to the mountains filling the ravines to the brim. When I blot you out, I will veil the heavens and darken the stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give you its light. I will darken the bright stars overhead and cover your land in darkness. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. I will disturb many hearts when I bring news of your downfall to distant nations you have never seen. Yes, I will shock many lands, and their kings will be terrified at your faith. They will shudder in fear for their lives as I brandish my sword before them on the day of your fall. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will destroy your hordes with the swords of mighty warriors. The terrors of the nations, they will shatter the pride of Egypt. And all his hordes will be destroyed. I will destroy all your flocks and herds that gaze beside the stream. Never again will people or animals muddy those waters with their feet. Then I will let the waters of Egypt become calm again and they will flow as smoothly as olive oil, says the foreign sovereign Lord. And when I destroyed Egypt and strip you of everything you own and strike down all your people, then you will know that I am the Lord. Yes, this is the funeral song they will sing for Egypt. Let all the nations mourn. Let them, them mourn for Egypt and its hordes. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. On March 17, during the 12th year, another message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, weep for the hordes of Egypt and for the other mighty nations. For I will send them down to the world below in company with those who descend to the pit. Say to them, O Egypt, are you lovelier than the other nations? No. So go down to the pit and lie there among the outcasts. The Egyptians will fall with many of who have died by the sword, for the sword is drawn against them. Egypt and its hordes will be dragged away to their judgment. 
down in the grave. Mighty leaders will mockingly welcome Egypt and its allies, saying, They have come down. They lie among the outcasts, horse slaughtered by the sword. Assyria lies there, surrounded by the graves of its army, those who were slaughtered by the sword. Their graves are in depths of the pit, and they are surrounded by their allies. They struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they have been slaughtered by the sword. Elam lies there, surrounded by the graves of its hordes. Those who were slaughtered by the sword, they struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere. But now they have descended as outcasts to the world below. Now they lie in the pit and share the shame of those who have gone before them. They have a resting place among the slaughter, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. Yes, they terrorize the nations while they live. But now they lie in shame with others in the pit, all of them outcasts, slaughtered by the sword. Meshech and Tubal are there, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. They once struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they are outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. They are not buried in honor like their fallen heroes who sent down to the grave with their weapons, their shields covering their bodies and their swords beneath their lands. Their guilt rests upon them because they brought terror to everyone while they were still alive. You too, Egypt, will crush the broken among the outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. Edom is there with his kings and princes, mighty as they were. They also lied among those slaughtered by the sword with the outcasts who have gone down to the pit. All the princes of the north and the Syrians are there with others who have died. Once a terror, they have been put to shame. They lie there as outcasts with others who were slaughtered by the sword. They share the shame of all who have descended to the pit. When Pharaoh and his entire army arrive, he will take comfort that he is not alone in having his hordes kill, says the Sovereign Lord. Although I have caused his terror to fall upon all the living, Pharaoh and his hordes will lie there among the outcasts who were slaughtered by the sword. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Amen. You know, really interesting that says in the end, it says, I was the one who caused the living, the fear to lie upon them. What does it say? Although I have caused, says the Lord, his terror to fall upon all the living. So God had a reason for the terror that came. And the only thing that I can think of is the reason for is to make us uncomfortable so we can seek God, so we can cry out to God, so we can replace fear with his peace, replace fear with his word, replace fear with uh, communications and communion with God. <clears throat> That's what I see um, in this reading. <clears throat> All right, Anna, would you please? Yeah, I, I want to read the study because it, I mean, it says uh, Ezekiel 29, 9 to 12. The Nile River was Egypt's pride and joy, a life-giving river cutting through the middle of the desert. Okay, hold on. 
Muy sophisticated, huh, baby? I thought you, I thought you were. Okay. No wonder I was. I, okay. I think the thing, the page turned incorrectly. Okay. Uh, today's study, Ezekiel 31, 1 to 12. Thank you. In this message, Ezekiel compared Egypt to Assyria, calling Assyria a great cedar tree. The Egyptians were asked to look at the fall of the mighty nation of Assyria as an example of what would happen to them. Just like Assyria, Egypt took pride in its strength and beauty. This would be its downfall. She would crash like a mighty tree and be sent to the grave. Ezekiel prophesied numerous judgments upon many wicked nations. His prophecies show that evil forces are continually being brought down and that one day God will overthrow all evil, making the world the perfect place he intended. His prophecies also served as warnings that God alone is sovereign. There is no preeminence, pre, preeminence apart from God, even for a great society with a magnificent culture and military power. Isaiah reminds us that trusting in human rulers and powers will bring disappointment and sorrow. Isaiah 31.1 They will all disappear with time. Instead, when we place our trust in God's power, we have an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. 1 Peter 1.4 As a result, nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless in 1 Corinthians 15.58 Okay, so that's 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 a good word. You know, I guess they got to be too proud, and Amen. So it stands for us that we for us too. Yeah, we're doing the right things with the Word of God, and we have the power of Jesus Christ in us to to give us unction, to give us desire to keep moving forward and reading. I wouldn't want to be in the uh, be born in the Old Testament. There's, there's just Jesus Christ. One of the reasons I was wondering why uh, the Lord had to say that uh, over and over again, yep, the whores are going to be cut down with mm -hmm. the, by the sword. And then he said that. it again over and over mm -hmm. again. And Ezekiel, let me wake you up again. Let me tell you the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, but it's like anything. We have to say it over and over again. The Lord gives it to us. And they, for instance, he, he tells you a scripture. He tells you, I am supplying all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. If I wake up with that scripture, then my job is to be just like Ezekiel, to say it, to sing it, to write it down, to prophesy it, till I, I manifest it and bring it into this realm from the Spirit of God, who provided it for us. He's providing care. He's providing His promise. He said, I will take care of you. I will be with you to the ends of the earth. You know, and that eliminates our fear, eliminates our self-sufficiency. It gives us confidence, hope, and joy. God is able to fulfill His word when we, listen, when we listen and keep saying it like Ezekiel, but we're saying something good over and over again. Yeah, in a, in a nutshell, we got to trust not in the, I like the, what he said, oh, don't God. trust in rulers and don't trust in um, powerful people. Got to put your trust in God 
because with him we have that inheritance that's um, eternal life and you know that's where we have to put our trust in God's power okay it's all power but the only thing that we have to put our trust in God is two things <clears throat> we put his trust on a set of words on uh -huh, the phrases yes. That will build like a tree. We put our trust in by saying it over and over again. That's where the trust is at. I wish yeah. it would say, put your trust in the Word of God and you'll be fine. Put your trust in God through His Word and you'll be fine. I like that. Mm -hmm. Put your trust in God through His Word and you'll come out a winner on the other side. Put your trust in the Lord and all will be well. Then we can say all is well because we put our thrust doing the hard work. This is doing the hard work. We put the word of God first. And without this, no success happens in our lives. Sure, a lot of people have a lot of tons of things to do. Work, you know. Even us, we went on vacation. It was very difficult to get into the Word of yeah. God. We're running around all the place, half asleep, sleeping in strange places. But we were laughing and enjoying God's nature. We were putting our thrust through God's nature, through God's creation, through God's ocean. Those, that's the second thing. The second thing we can put our trust is, is in nature. And get this, we can put our trust in supplies that God is supplying and being joyful when that supply comes man really get excited when we you know we are praying for the supplies to come and the supplies come in gifts in rewards and that's that's as exciting as nature it's exciting to see God fulfill this word I am fulfilling all your needs according to my righteousness the, the righteousness of Jesus Christ through Jesus Christ in his promise. Amen. Amen. The reason I talk like this because I grew up in poverty. <laughs> okay. Um. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 to 29. Anna, would you okay. please take it away? Yeah. Work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out for that, that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau who traded his birthright for as the firstborn son for a single meal. You know that afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. Um, let's see. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I'm terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, 
to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the one who meditates the new covenant, mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who's speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with his holy fear and awe. For our God is a devouring fire. Amen. Wow, that's so good, that part of Hebrews. Um, wow, it, it, I like the opening. It says, you know, work at living a, at peace with, with everyone. Work at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Um, and Jesus Christ makes us holy. Yeah, he's mm. already made us holy. So Amen. just so we... walk in your the good works that he's given you, your assignments. But, you know, this is a challenge uh, for people, for us. Um, to work at living in peace when we're, you know, when we have challenges with personalities and people. Um, How about when I have my own personality within me and I'm, I'm yeah. arguing inside you're, you're, me? Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> a great the... point. Be careful to have, stay in pe peace with yourself. Uh, and if you do find yourself in that situation, I know I always try to um, Excuse me, sit, down, <laughs> sit down and wait on God and start gathering my peace from Him because I'm not going in the right direction. Yes, yes. So, We've got character. So... So there's always an opportunity to turn things around um, in these, or, like, you know, we're busy, we encounter a lot of different people, family members, so forth. Um, also, this is very important. I thought it says at the first, watch out that no poisonous root of bit bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Uh, that's, that's something we really need to make sure that we're you know, working with God, if you do have some resentment inside, right? I mean, um, he can help pluck it out, but you got to go take it to him and tell him you need help. Um, because when you, when I, I know as far as when I have hung on to bitterness, it's not gone well for me. You know, it, it, it takes my joy. And, um, then the enemy comes and plants all these other negative thoughts and, and it just snowballs, like it says in here. It says that it, uh, you know, make sure that nothing grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Okay, the inside. You start with one bitter root, and guess what? It starts, it starts to corrupt the, all the other good things inside of you. And um, so I think that's a, re a really great point. Um, 
And I think when we're looking at Old Testament, New Testament, it's great the way they say it here. It says, you've not come to a physical mountain to where the fire and the darkness and the gloom and the whirlwind like the Israelites had to deal with. You know, and, and God, when he spoke, it was scary. Even Moses was afraid. So um, that's not where we're at. We've come to Mount Zion. We've come to Jesus, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. I missed that when I was reading it. I, I just underlined it, but I, I don't remember reading it. But, you know, here we are, an opportunity to be in joy because we're not on the Old Testament mountain. We're on the New Testament mountain in Mount Zion. And that's where God lives. And um, we, um, our names are written in heaven, it says here. Um, and we've come to the spirit. It says, it's really interesting. You've come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven who now been made perfect. Okay, eternal life is where it's at. They've been made perfect. They're having a joyful dance up there. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You know, no more tears, no more sorrows. They're in a great place. Um, so, um, so the good thing here is um, we've got Jesus. You know, there ought to be a little sign on the back of your car that said, Got Jesus? And I think I've seen some of those. But um, that's because he's mediating between God and us, you know. He's doing the mediation and the blood of Jesus that uh, speaks of, of a new and better living way, the scripture says. Uh, the blood of Jesus, without the um, shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So, you know, we stay covered by the blood of Jesus and, um, and not on the other side of the, the fence. Um, Oh, I like that. And then it closes it really nicely. You know, we all have an opportunity to hear from God every morning when you get up, you sit down, you're silent, you're having a cup of coffee. Let him drop in to your spirit and speak. But we got to be quiet. We got to stop. We got to let him be still and know he's God. So um, this is one of my challenges because <clears throat> I got a lot of stuff going on. Like you said, Fernando earlier, but it's it's important to stay grounded. That's our grounding mechanism. At the end of the day, that's what keeps us, you know, operating mm -hmm. on all cylinders. <laughs> it's amazing that the uh, it's so good to talk to someone because you open my mind. You know, the photosynthesis of vitamin D it takes about ten minutes from the sun from the sun to activate it. And the chemistry reaction goes on in the in the skin of a human being, and I guess animals and everyone. And then the, the the new concept of grounding yourself outside with your feet on the grass, I at least do it 15 minutes before they, they run, so if they get hurt, and they'll recover easily because there's no, what is this, static electricity or, or more voltage than they need normally in their body because uh, of all disconnecting from the earth. The earth has a power to heal. And that's what we're doing right now. We watched the movie Earthing, called Grounding, Earthing. And that's what it reminded me. Now, on the spiritual realm, we're, we are grounding with heaven by taking time to read the word, take an hour 
to do a, a comprehensive study in the Word of God and and to enjoy. There's a lot of things that we, we need to read here. So I'm going to read the uh, today's study on Hebrews. It says, this is the overview. The original readers of this letter was familiar with the Jewish cleansing ritual that prepared them for worship. And they knew that they had to be holy or clean in order to enter the temple. Sin always impairs our vision of God. If we want to see God more clearly, we must renounce sin and obey Him. Personal holiness is also connected with living at peace. A right relationship with God always leads to right relationship with fellow believers. Although we will not always feel love for all other believers, we must pursue peace with them as we strive to be more like Christ. We need to be careful to stop bitterness from taking root in the community of faith. Like a small root that grows in a great tree, bitterness can spring up in our hearts and overshadow even our deepest relationship. A poison a poisonous root of bitterness comes when we allow disappointments to grow into resentments <clears throat> by constantly reviewing it. Or when we nurse grudges over past hurts. Wow. Bitterness brings with it jealousy, dissension, mm. and immorality. Wow. Mm. When we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit's work, however, we can be free from the memory that causes bitterness and reverse things situations because it says right here um, verse 25 be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking and one is capitalized in my bible on chapter 12 one is who one is the lord the lord is speaking right here And then it says, once again, I will shake not only the earth, but right. the heavens also. Right. This means that all creation will be shaken and removed said, so that only unshakable things will remain. And who is an unshakable thing? That we, <clears throat> that we don't have any bitterness in our hearts. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, there you go, Jesus Christ, let us be thankful and please God by worship Him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. Whew! Amen. Imagine entering into a, a, a furnace and not being burned because we are sanctified, holy, and worship Him. But if we have bitterness, we're going to get burned. We have resentments. Can't let go of resentments. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and move on here. Rejoice that God takes an interest in your life. Celebrate how he lifts people out of the dust into the family of God. Mm, beautiful. Lord, we rejoice. We rejoice, Lord God, and we take interest that you take interest in our lives, Lord. You care for us so abundantly. Thank you for the sun the moon, the stars. Lord, we celebrate how you lift people out of the dust into your family, Lord. Amen. Amen. Psalm 113 to 114, verse 8. Praise the Lord. You give praise, O servants of the Lord. Yes, praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord now and forever. Everywhere from east to west, praise the name of the Lord. 
For the Lord is high above the nations. His glory is higher than the heavens. Who can compare with the Lord our God? Who is enthroned on high? He stoops to look down on heaven and on earth. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, even the princes of his own people. He gives the childish woman a family, making her a happy mother. Praise the Lord. When the Israelites escaped from Egypt, when the family of Jacob left that foreign land, the land of Judah became God's sanctuary, and Israel became his kingdom. The Red Sea saw them coming, hurried out of the way. The water of the Jordan turned away. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. What's wrong, Red Sea, that made you hurry out of their way? What happened, Jordan River, that you turned away? Why mountains did you skip like rams? Why hills like lambs? Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. He turned the rock into a pool of water. Yes, a spring of water flowed from solid rock. And Proverbs 27, 18 to 20. As workers who tend a fig tree are allowed to eat the fruit. So workers who protect, protect, protect their employer's interests will be rewarded. As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. Wow. Just as death and destruction are never satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied. Human desire is never satisfied. Right. So apparently it was put there for a purpose. And our desire is to read the word more to God and so forth. But our desire is to worship him and praise him. I wish we knew when it was enough. You know, it seems like we can always further the studies, always read and enjoy the word of God or have our joy fulfilled by reading. Amen. Let's go ahead and, and pray out with the uh, the uh, third step prayer, please. Excuse me, with the Psalm 23. <laughs> the Lord, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yes, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for the Lord thy God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. The, the Lord has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord has anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, family. Keep God coming back. You. Yes. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 11, 10 and 11. Stumble right out of the court. 10 and 11. Uh, so is my word that cometh down from heaven and the snow thereof and do not return thereof to water the earth 
and give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall prosper in the thing that I send it, and it shall prosper in the thing that I send it to do. Amen. I'm doing recording meditation today. We're going to memorize a very famous verse of the Bible, which also brings a lot of inspiration. You know, it's one about, there's so much depth into this. And this is the way it goes, okay? For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and bring forth, and make it bring forth, and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be as it goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that what I please, and it shall prosper in the way that I wish to send it. <clears throat> Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. <clears throat> Sorry about that noise making. I'm going to go ahead and uh, read it in the right translation, and uh, maybe the Good News Bible would be better, a little smoother. Okay, we go to Isaiah. I got to get into the uh, Isaiah 55. So there's it's a verse. We can do this. We can learn this. Praise God. We can do it as a as a body, as a whole. I'd like to ask you to believe that you can do it. Believe that you can conquer it. Believe that it is possible. That's no problem. That's, that's, that's the key. Just to thank you, God. Asking Jesus to help you to believe. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We ask you to help us to... To rejoice in your word and to be thankful in it and to believe in it that we can have it in our hearts. Here we go. This is the good news. Bible says, my word is like the snow and the rain that comes down from the sky to water the earth. Okay, there's one right there. My word is like the snow and the rain that comes down from the sky to water the earth. And what is the, what does the water do on the earth? They make the crops grow and provide seed for sowing and food to eat. Why again? 11. So also, why? So also will be the word that I speak. It will not fall. It will not fail to do what I planned for it. It will do everything. I send it to do. Wow, that's the good news translation, huh? My word is like the snow and the rain that comes down from the sky to water the earth. They make the crops grow and provide seed for the sower and food to eat. So also will the word that I speak, I will not fail to do what I plan for it. It will do everything I, I send it to do. 
It's very enjoyable, but you know, we might as well. Good news, uh, the King James. The King James Bible is pretty good. Okay, let's try that. That one says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Number 10, that was 9. For as the rains come down in the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. That was verse 10. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Let's do the NIV out of just curiosity, okay? Beautiful. Number 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so shall it yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that it goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Beautiful. Okay, let's try it again. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater okay now we know that the eaters at the end and what does this the seed do the word it doesn't leave without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish and what it, it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes forth from my mouth it will not return to me empty but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it okay amen so be it Okay, let's go let's try another translation. What's another popular translation? Uh, well, now we're, we're into the study of the, uh, of the beauty of it. Okay, we better not go there. You get too confused. Okay, so uh, what Bible do you think this one is it says right here for as rain comes down and the snow from heaven and so not return there but water the earth and bring forth and make it bring and bud 
that I may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so that my word be as it goes forth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing that in which I send it. Hmm. What does that sound like? Again, for as the rain comes down from the heavens and do not return there but water the earth and bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. <laughs> But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the way that I send. Amen. Okay, here we go again. Whereas the rains come down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and bring forth and bring and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be as it goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing which I send. Okay, so um, the key verse is please, is the verse we use, please. I think it was the NIV that was that. I used the word please. Okay, check it out. It says right here, So is my word that it goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Okay, that's the NIV. We didn't know that's not it. Was it the, the King James? New King James? For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and did not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall return to me, not return to my void, but it shall accomplish what I pleased and it shall prosper in the thing which I send it. Okay, so it is the King James, New King James. Good deal, good deal.
All right. Okay, here we go. This is how we're going to memorize. It's going to go, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it, it bring forth and bud, that it may bring seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Okay, that's the first part. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Amen. Isaiah 55, 10, 11. Isaiah 55. I like the whole chapter. For right now, we're going to concentrate on 10 and 11. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Now, this is a New Living Translation. Okay, <laughs> might as well go with that. <laughs> Still works the same. The rain and snow come The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Okay, so I'm going to close my eyes and see the rain. I really like that other translation that says, as the rain. I think it's the New King James. Uh, the New King James. It says, the New King James says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Okay, let's break it down. What comes down from heaven? Rain and snow. Okay, from heaven. It doesn't go right back up. But waters the earth. Okay, when the snow melts, does not return. The moisture does not return back up. It it make it bring forth and bud. What brings the water? That it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. That it may give seed to the sower. And bread to the eater, seed to the sower. Okay, so it's going to give me seed. Okay, the word of God is going to give me seed. And then, because I'm the sower, I'm, I'm memorizing it. That's what the word sower is. It's going to give seed. It's going to give results to the memorizer. 
and bread to the eater. Okay? And bread to the eater. Okay, that Okay, so I'm going to be hungry, and it's going to satisfy my soul, right? That just like Jesus said, the waters will satisfy your soul. I am the bread of life, bread to the eater. So I have a system of success here that I can put my, my hope in. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Ah. Okie doke. Let me go ahead and rewrite this and memorize it. Ah. That's what the, all these pencils are for hanging around my house here. Oh, man. Ah. Okay. right now so we're doing this uh, I'm memorizing the word I'm writing down in pencil because you know okay I'm going to break down the verse 10 uh, 4 in the New King James 4 4 like you're hitting a, um, a golf club 4 as the rains come down, come down, comes down. For as the rains come down, say it. For as the rains come down, and what else? And the snow from where? From heaven. Okay. So let's say it again. For, for, as the rains come down, and move your fingers, trickling down, and the snow, put your palms up, you got snow coming down, from heaven, from heaven, heaven, and then, and of course, duh, it do not return there, does not go back up, but what does it do? but it waters the earth. And how many ands? We got one. That's the second and. Do not return there. Do not return there. Comma. But we got a butt here, but water the earth. There's water again. Water the earth. It doesn't water the ground, but it says water the earth. Okay, so earth is the primary word. Another and. How many ands we got so far? We got three and one but. Okay, okay, let's go one. Okay, that was. Uh, that's not that's first still. And but but water the earth 
make it bring pork and butt. And make it, it make it. It's power, it's strong. It make it bring forth. Brings what forth? Bring forth. And but. That it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Amen. Okay, that's verse 10. Can you handle that? For as the rains come down and the snow from heaven and do, duh, and do not turn there, but water the earth and make it, the earth, bring forth and bud, that, we got the first, that, it may give a reward that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. There's the reward that it may. Okay, let's go do it again. Ready? For as the rains come down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Isaiah 55.10 For as the rains come down from the heavens and the snow No, for as the rains come down and the snow from heaven for as the rains come down and the snow from heaven and water the earth and make it bring forth and bud For as the rains and the snow, for as the rains cometh down and the snow from heaven, and water the earth, and make it, for as the rains come down and the snow from heaven, and do not go back up there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Boy, this is a little difficult here. Okay, I'm going to switch over to uh, right with this thing. I'm going to switch it over. See if we can switch it over to the back to the New Living Translations. I think that's what we should be doing. Let's see if it's easier. It says, the, the rain and snow come, the rain and snow come down. Okay, from 
from the heavens. And stay on the ground and water the earth. Stay on the ground. Okay, let's think down. And water the earth. Okay, say it all over him. The rain and snow come from come down from heaven. Okay. The one hand the rain and the right hand the snow come down from the heavens. Come down from the heavens and stay on the ground. Put your hands down it's like you're packing. Stay on the ground and water the earth. Okay? And water the earth. Move your hands around. Water the earth. You're spreading the water. Okay? What are they? And they cause the grain to grow. <clears throat> Producing Seed for the farmer. And bread for the hungry. Wow. <clears throat> And 11, okay, let's go again. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay in the ground to water the earth, okay? The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth and cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word, this illustration. I send it out, and it always produces fruit, and it will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Okay, let's say these things. The, the Verse 10, the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer. And bread for the hungry. Verse 11. It is the same with my word. I send it out. And it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. Amen. <clears throat> 